It's June 18th, 2017. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. I'm Yannick. And we have a special guest. (laughs) (laughs) Sandy, don't talk over the guest. You're already (laughs) ruining the show. I want to redo the damn show intro <laughs> so we give Jen a chance here to to stake his claim in the intro. All right. It's true. All right. And Sandy, you shush. It's, it's some a special day, 2017. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. I'm Yannick. And this is Jen. And this is Pixels Weekly. Welcome. Girl, you know I want your love. Your love was handmade for somebody like me. Come on now. Wait, I'm sorry. Damn. Did we get some sleep post E3 that we all rested, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. No more. Jen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So today on the show, we're going to be talking about all sorts of kind of crazy stuff we've got. It's not that crazy. Uh, it's so, guys, I'm having such a hard time picking up the energy because it was 106 degrees today. Hang tops. I've got suns out, guns out. I'm in a sleeveless tee <laughs> um, that I've cut uh, Bill Belichick style. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, this is custom? So it was a regular T-shirt, and now it's become a custom T-shirt. That's great. Uh, I'm... I wish I could just let's see it here on stream if I could just get a little more flesh there for the yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> there you go. That's what you want to see—a little handmade V-neck now too. Nice. Um, so if you hear any weird stuff on the audio, I've got a very loud fan going. No, I'm not going to turn it off. Sandy, your fan last week was horrible. Was it? Oh uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's my air conditioning. It is hot oh, cool. as bananas. Hello. So. Thanks for not turning it off during the one hour that we do the show. Really appreciate, appreciate that. You know how hot the PC gets? <laughs> yeah, it's not for her, okay? Keep it cool. She thinks about the technology We need first. to put Sandy inside a vapor chamber. If it, if this were an Xbox One X, I would not have this problem. Yeah. You could be puffing sick clouds, sick vapor yeah, clouds. But... So, um, we are here, and... and we get to talk about E3, but really only one person on the show today has been to E3, and that is my invisible bubble friend up here to the left, Jin. So, Jin, tell me, you got to go to E3. Was this your first E3? Uh, yes. Um, it was the first one that's been open to the public, and me and a few buddies of mine yeah. just thought, hey, let's go do this because, you know, try to hold dreams. We should always go to E3 when we get the chance. So, definitely. Yeah, I've always <laughs> wanted to go to E3. Oh, yeah. Ever since I was a little kid, I was like, it just seemed like, even though it's not totally not geared toward the public necessarily, it just was something that I think all of us gamers have wanted to go to. So, like, what, you get there, you get the tickets, um, and was it a flight for you? Was it a drive for you? Uh, it was a drive. Um, I live in Arizona, so it's only like a five and change or six hour drive. Um, well, according okay. to Google Maps, I'm guessing, because L.A., it's... <laughs> Not including <laughs> L.A. traffic. Plus. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. So, um, But it was definitely worth the trip. Uh, like I said, we're in Arizona, so we're we're, uh, we're real close to a lot of cool places. Like, besides there, uh, we got Vegas, we got Mexico, so it's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet deal. Mm. I didn't drive either, so did that was find... nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> <a> <laughs> You did it right. <laughs> and as you can see, Gene is probably so I... used to the heat, you know? He's like air conditioning system is on point. We don't hear. Oh yeah. Oh right yeah. Now, we have Somebody's a we're not going to feel any sympathy for my 106. We are sure. right now 119 degrees. Oh god. Oh, no. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, hold on. Nope, 115. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, it went down. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it went down. It's time to go run. Oh my god. Yes. Like you said, our Do AC is on like point. Do you even like go outside on a day? To, like today? Um, I went to go grocery shopping and luckily our grocery store has uh like solar panel roofing and there's like a whole bunch of them so we're like it doesn't matter how far we park as long as we park under the shade that's the best spot it's not how close you are yeah <laughs> so oh my um, god 119 degrees yep. you can cook an egg you can cook an egg right on your mm-hmm. car mm-hmm. it's been done not by me but it's been done Ugh. 
So you're going to E3, and I mean, we we all got to see it from afar. Do, are you sort of happy with the experience? Kind of tell us a little bit about what it was like being on the show floor. Uh, I think, honestly, I went about it wrong because I was focusing only on a handful of games instead of staying more open-minded to it. Uh, maybe if mm. I was maybe a younger version of myself, I would have been even more excited and the experience would have been more surreal um, because what ended up happening was I got disappointed in the amount of interaction I got with the games I was focusing on. Um, and yeah. I think you guys mentioned it before in previous uh, episodes where it's basically just going to be a whole bunch of waiting in lines and all that, and that's really what it was. <laughs> um, but uh, So how many, what were the games that, I mean, we talked about the games last week. What were the games that stood out to you of like, I oh, this is the one I have Destiny to play. Two. I have to see. Destiny 2. Destiny 2. <laughs> Hope for the future too. Yeah. So me uh, me and Jin uh, definitely met playing the the first the first edition I mean uh, of it and and every time I jump online we pretty much uh uh have a chance to play together and uh besides other games like Dark Souls we pretty much yeah exclusively uh, shared like moments in, in online um together on Destiny so uh I would have I would have was, been the same was guy. Was Destiny Two one of those things where like it was it's already so close? That's true. I I, I would I would want to. I feel like I would want to be like give me something that's give me Death Stranding. Even, no one's gonna see yeah, that in ten years. And even <laughs> FIFA is like end of September. Or so like you know the regular release that we're expecting they come way later. And uh, I don't I don't know yeah. if there is any other game besides Splatoon besides some like Switch release I guess. Um, I'm so also surprised that Destiny didn't have better like. How long did you wait to experience it? Oh god, that's that was the disappointing <laughs> part. Um, <laughs> so uh, I went to the Activision booth, and there was like one side was the uh, Destiny Two line, the other side was the um, Call of Duty uh, World War Two side. Um, mm. And the way it wrapped around, the way how big it was, it ended up being along the lines of three to four hours oh. of waiting for just that. And uh, when I finally got through the line and got tough through it and just, you know, didn't walk out of it, um, finally got to play some. And we ended up playing a, uh, a PvP uh, match. And uh, so I can go in more in detail in a bit, but basically I only paid, played about 15 minutes worth of it. Yeah. And if I were to do it again, I, I would not wait another three or four hours just to play another 15 minutes. <laughs> So. Well, is, and does the PvP feel similar? Uh, yes, very similar. Um, there's not a huge learning curve from Destiny, the first Destiny, to this one. Um, you just have to understand the new mechanics. Uh, a lot of it was already introduced, I believe, through trailers and gameplay uh, previously before um, all the E3 mm -hmm. stuff. But um, it definitely does feel fresh. It feels new. I heard a lot of complaints about um, it being like a just a big DLC. Um, for Destiny 1, they just, you know, made it, put a 2 in front of it. But I want to say sure. there has been a lot of changes, even just the PvP aspect, and, uh, to make it worth its own game. So, I'm okay with those changes. Well, that's yeah. good. So, waiting in line didn't deter you from, it seems like you're gonna buy the game, regardless. Oh, I pre-ordered it as soon as they gave a release date. <laughs> so, I was <laughs> a little sad, to... uh, I didn't get the limited edition. Yeah. Did you get to talk to any of the Bungie guys? I know, like, I saw some content creators being able to take pictures with designers that were on the booth. Like, were you able to recognize anybody? Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't. Um, that's kind of when I started waiting in line. <laughs> so I couldn't yeah. meet with anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but there were some conferences I did uh, miss. Um, most because I was, uh, the group I was with, we kind of wanted to, like, stick together, uh, yeah. sort of. Uh, yeah. But the one thing I did want to get if anything, out of the whole trip was to at least play some Destiny. So um, the most I separated from them yeah, was yeah. just this. And then after that was kind of E3 exploring and all that. Exploring, I just made that up. Plus, you, plus you're in this situation where how often, as a consumer, do you actually get the opportunity to test, quote-unquote, test out the goods of a product that you have pre-ordered you know, before it actually comes out, it seems like 
it's kind of an opportunity you couldn't say no that's to. That's right. Once we uh, basically got done waiting, got set up to the uh, computer monitors and all that, all that jazz, and I was like, this is the moment. This is what I've been waiting for. Like, as soon as I heard about it, as soon as I heard E3 was a thing, this was it. And um, it was freaking sweet. Yeah. And all along the whole time I was waiting, there's some part of the line is you got to see um, other people play it. And oh my god, mm-hmm. like there are so it's like Disney World. It's like Disney World <laughs> to make you see all the people having fun as you're waiting to have fun. But like for me being like a, not to say a hardcore Destiny player because I'm not like super great or a streamer or anything like that, but seeing some of the people play, it's like they're a bunch of scrubs. Like oh my god, <laughs> you guys are you guys have this opportunity and you just oh gosh, you were bad. It, it was it was pretty heartbreaking to see some of these players. Wanted to break the line, like, can, we, can I show you just two seconds? You can throw a grenade. You can throw it. <laughs> it's like, but, right. it's, but that's also, it's industry people who go in, they have to get their hands on the game, regardless whether they're fans or not, just to get a feel for it. And it's also um, the public who is seeing this game for, like, the first time. So right. I, can, right. I can understand being, I was one of those scrubs, when Overwatch <laughs> was first announced at BlizzCon, so we waited in line. Not nearly, we did not wait three, four hours. Because that's right. madness. Um, right. I just feel like if you waited in line for that long, I feel like you've had to have some that much will and motivation to wait in that line to play that game. But I get what you're saying. I, I probably should have kept a sure. more open mind about the type of people that would be playing it. Yeah, so but I guess. That brings up to like another question I have. What would you wish you had done differently? Like, say E three is still a thing next year and it's open to the public. What would you do next time? Uh, I would probably be more open to the other games that be coming out. Um, so I did a little bit of that. So besides Destiny two, I was definitely looking forward to seeing more of a Anthem. That looked pretty sweet. Um, uh, what else? Um, yeah. Oh gosh, I was gonna say. I'm excited for Anthem, oh, man. Yeah. I really am excited for Anthem. It it's really good. I really like it. it looks really great. It's just um, I have to. I've been burned out and got disappointed by a lot of games uh, that have really great concepts, but turning out to be like, eh. So, for example, like Division. I wonder if it's gonna be like yeah. a Destiny Division of sorts, yeah. and then. Oh, the man. division seemed like it was the answer to all my questions, and then it was the latest <laughs> right. when it came. Right? Out. Was it also Ghost Recon? No, the latest for you, Jin. Didn't you play that? Oh, uh, I did. I didn't finish it. Um, yeah. I I think I'm still probably gonna continue playing it. But there's a whole bunch of new games. Like um, Overwatch came out a few uh, weekends ago um, for like thirty eight, thirty nine bucks. Um, and I heard somebody's mind like you should get it. It's, it's never been any lower than that. And I was like, all right, I'll get it. So I've been playing a buttload of that. Um, yeah. But, man, what other games were there? Um, yeah, Death Stranding, you guys mentioned. What I was, oh, what I was really hoping there'd be some news for was Last of Us 2. Oh, my uh-huh. goodness. That's yeah. true. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That was so sad to find out when I read an article on either, was it Monday or Tuesday, that they weren't going to, there were going to be a no-show. And I was, like, heartbroken. I was like, oh. Yeah. I don't know if there was, uh, uh, there, was if we did any of that last week or if some some of us is planning on doing it tonight. But we are there's a couple of games that were almost like, you know, were, that were on the list on the on 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 the list of like must see, and then we would know for sure that that we're gonna see them. Uh, Bloodborne two, there was heavily rumored. Uh, even the Red Dead Redemption two, like from the guys out there at Rockstar. Right. Um, right. I haven't heard any of yep, it. Nothing to show for that. Mm. Yeah, uh, there was one yeah, game. Yeah, a lot of these games have sort of gone dark in in a lot of ways. Maybe I mean they should be trying to finish their game. So I appreciate that instead of wasting time putting together trailers and vertical slices. I think that's great, but it's a it's a balance between you know this is an industry showcase. It's open to the public for the first time, and this is I mean maybe a lot of these companies specifically don't want the public touching their game you know that's there's something to that or maybe it's like um we don't want the industry to get their hands on it because the public's going to be hyped regardless uh destiny fans yeah. are going to be destiny fans maybe instead of debuting this at an e3 we do it at a pax yeah right 
It's like a, a, a publication only serves to lose us pre-orders. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's. Uh, did you did you get to see um, what what I saw? You sent me. So Jin was sending me a lot of like great great videos through uh, by text, and uh, and there was those crazy. I saw the the last video you sent me was I think those um, the videos of the those huge, beautiful like robotic ta- PC towers. Oh yeah. Uh, they were like they looked like robots, guys. Like PC towers, but in shape of robots. Like I thought this thing was about to move and stand up and <laughs> say hello. And they were just like you know, it was beautiful, beautiful uh, machinery. And uh, my nerd, my nerd uh, inside kicked in. I was like, ah, oh, I need to be there. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like you still got to see some stuff that are related to gaming, but not just like specific games. I feel like it was a just a good experience. Oh yeah. On side note of that. Did you guys have any of you seen the trailer for the new Transformers movie? I'm sick and tired of seeing that goddamn trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I see it all the time. Maybe it's because I've gotten to the movies maybe a little bit too much than I normally do. But I'm like, is this coming out on Blu-ray already? Because like, I swear I saw this a year ago, and they're like, oh no, it's coming out like in a few months. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this trailer anymore. I get it. I get it. I'm. I'm just confused. There's like Anthony Hopkins is in it, and then like, but then Mark Wahlberg is in it, but then it's there's medieval knights at one point, but then it's in the future in space. What's happening in this movie? I, is what I'm trying to. Someone goes out. bad. Uh, what's his name? The Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. He's like he seeks Optimus redemption Prime. from his home planet, and the only way to do that is to destroy Earth. And the only one stopping him is Mark Wahlberg. And Anthony Hopkins has all this information and will tell him how. But at one point in the trailer, it, like Mark Wahlberg's like, we're going to wait for Optimus. Hey, hey, man, we're going to wait for Optimus. And Optimus changed like sides three times in the show, you know. I just like, I, I, so I went to go see uh, Sandy yesterday, uh, Wonder yes. Woman. It was actually very good. I can't believe I'm saying that it was that good, but it was it was actually as good as anybody says it is. Um, but yeah, I saw that trailer again. I was, I've just been exhausted by it. I just don't want to see it anymore. It it was very loud, and there was a lot of things happening in a way that I was. It stressed me out a little bit. <laughs> I feel like I should have checked my oh. Apple Watch to see what my heart rate was. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> I feel like that. All right. I thought that movie came out already, and the fact that it hasn't. Angers it me. did five times called the other Transformers movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you guys ready to do some news? Yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo. All right. Sandy, kick us off. Let's start. Okay. Talking about E3, I really need someone. I, I watched the trailer for uh, Mario and Rabbids, like Kingdom, whatever. Mm. I don't understand it. It's so good. It's made How by French people. How can you it? not love it? <laughs> it? It's adorable. Like, it's adorable. I get it. I just don't understand the play mechanics and that could probably speak oh. to me never playing a game like that well i think it, i forget who on the show somebody wrote in a while ago and recommended that i play it may have been it wasn't eugene was it but somebody recommended i play xcom mm. oh that was um, um our friend um and i'm sorry for forgetting your name but I'm going. He's, he's a huge participant of. Um, yes, it's you didn't chime in to say his name and not know his name. It's, it's just. <laughs> just bug. It's yeah, just that bug. one yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay, so just yeah, so uh, just bug told me to play XCOM. So it's it's kind of XCOM, Sandy. There's cover and there's. Did you watch any of the actual gameplay of it or just the trailer? I watched the trailer. I don't with the Nintendo Treehouse stuff. They they kill me on the inside. Like, I understand everything's scripted and it looks, I get it, but I'm like, yeah. But they were like, they have, we, we have Odyssey for adventure, so we can't have another adventure with just rabbits. I mean, that's not going to be, it's not going to be working. It's going to conflict a lot. So I think they wanted to be like yeah. building something a little bit new and a bit more lightweight. Well, and Miyamoto specifically said, like, when he went to Ubisoft and they were like, we want to make a Mario game. He's like, okay, well, don't make it a Mario game about jumping yeah. because that's kind of what we do. You know, you need to make a different kind of game. Mario, I mean, Mario does jump technically, but you don't actually even physically control Mario. You control this little 
what it looks like a, a Roomba, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you control a Roomba, and that kind of goes around the world. And then there are preset sort of battle um, planes, I guess, if you will, laid out. Those have cover. And so people can attack you. You take a certain amount of damage if you're behind cover. Um, they take a certain amount of damage when they're out of cover. You can do things like vault off of uh, friendly characters to end up in new positions. Um, there are RPG items and leveling. Mario has a skill tree, which is really cool. Um, honestly, it comes out in August, and 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 we maybe we can talk about this a little bit later, but I think when I look at it and I look at Mario Odyssey, I am way more excited for Odyssey, but... Uh, I think Ubisoft actually nailed the Mario aesthetic slightly better than <laughs> Odyssey did. Like, it looks way more like a Mario game to me um, than what uh, what Nintendo's put together for the latest Mario outing. That's like turn-based RPG mm-hmm. uh, meets the Metal Gear. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be... And I would just say XCOM. But is it going X-Com. to be on... Uh, is it going to be going uh, coming out on mobile as well? Because that's like a perfect no. application. Like that's like a perfect, um, I would say, gameplay and and pace for for something you want to play in mobile online. Yeah, it's. I think it certainly could be translated to mobile. I mean, all the XComs basically have been ported. Yeah. Um, maybe there's plans for that in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Honestly, I, a a actiony RPG for Switch is exactly what that console needs right now. So right. I'll take it. All right. It's out in August. And they're fun. I mean, I, I don't know. It's stu- it's it's a stupid concept, but they're the rabbits are awesome fun. I also, Jin, did you get to see this thing on the show floor? or? Uh, I saw bits of uh, gameplay. People were playing it. Um, there was a huge line for that as well. Uh, just the whole uh, Nintendo Switch uh, section. Um, yeah. It looked really fun to play. Um, unfortunately for me... Um, I don't appreciate it as much as the people that were in line for it. Um, but sure. it did look really fun. I heard like the there's a hat mechanic of sorts that you can use to interact with the world. Um, I don't know if you guys saw mm. gameplay trailer of that or anything like that. But it, Oh, it yeah, in really Odyssey fun. where Mario can like take over objects and stuff, turn into a bullet bill. Yeah, something. And yeah, like I said, he just uses the hat to interact with the world, but I don't know the full details of how all that works. Um but like I said, there was a huge line for it, so it looks like a lot of people were definitely excited for it. And so the Nintendo booth was literally called, I mean, it was marketed as the Switch booth, right? Um, well, no, it was uh, New Donk City. <laughs> He's not making it no, up, though. Everyone's laughing. It was. It's it was a no, new Donk City. I, I'm asking. I, I just want to see. I just hope that Jin is like, no, there was like a small corner. There was like the Wii U section, like the, you know, the people that don't want to give up on it. It was just like a, oh, like a small. I think, like, I think Nintendo, yeah. if you actually ask them, hey, what's going on with Wii U? They'd be like, we what? They're like, uh, we sold out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's done. It, yeah. They, it, yeah, that. That happened at some point. <laughs> yeah. Years ago. Years ago. Yeah. Um, Yannick, what else do we have? Yeah, I mean, um, keep going on the E3. Uh, um, I would say, like, digestion. Um, I uh, had my good friend, and I, I mentioned it last week. Uh, I mentioned the most mentioned games on Tuesday night, uh, and we got the full, uh, the full breakdown uh, from the same company, uh, Brainwash, uh, and um, they released... The, the the top score the top mentioned game of the of the conference and uh, I always find it interesting because I want to be like am I in the hype as you know as much in the hype as the other ones uh, am I concerned about the same games than mm. the other one than, than everyone else so Brandwatch put up this this diagram in the top five we do have games I was expecting uh, I was just disappointed when I saw Anthem being in the middle of the pack when I checked the first diagram. Um, but first, you have Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, number one. Metroid Prime 4, although we didn't see any gameplay, but that tells you how much this game is anticipated already. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man. Um, to be fair, we three. didn't even see a trailer for Metroid Prime I know. 4. No, we just, we saw, just saw Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everyone was like, yes! <laughs> That's, and then this whole yes is, is on Twitter as well, apparently. Uh, number f- Number three, Spider-Man, I was saying. Number four, Anthem. And number five, just the game we talked about, Mario Mario and Rabbids. Um, and then- it was so surprising that it was good. I thought for sure, knowing it was A, Ubisoft, no offense, Ubisoft, 
that it was Ubisoft and that it had leaked so much. And then they had that cheesy PowerPoint that came out that was like, stage two, convince gamers. You're like, this doesn't feel good. It felt like the uh, South Park underpants gnomes, like phase two, question mark. Phase three, profit, you know? Um, and at the bottom, what's also interesting is when we look at the bottom of this diagram, I don't know if this diagram is like all the games of E3 and and their and and the interactions about them on Twitter, but in the in the the least mentioned games we have, so starting from the bottom of number four, Elder Scrolls Online, and number five, Elder Scrolls Legend. I mean, for me, who I mean, I'm not I'm not part of this Elder Scrolls hype, um, but it 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 says a lot. Maybe there's too much from Bethesda about those games. Yeah. Also, I think the thing people want from Elder Scrolls is not a card game. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Or an MMO at this point. Yeah. What? You don't want to play like a Hearthstone-like game with different heroes? It's like a game that they specifically retooled to be a sprawling console single-player RPG. They're like, yeah, now it's neither of those things. Now it's a card game and an MMO. Do you like it? Yes? Not made by yeah. us anymore. <laughs> yes? Do you like it? So, so good. I've had a... Yeah, I've had I've had fun looking at this looking at this diagram. Jen, what do you what are the games that you see like the people, I don't know, you you've been in the, on the, on the show floor, you've been our, our detective. What's the one, what's the line you've seen you're like, "Whoa, okay. Um people are looking forward to it." Oh my gosh, there's there are a lot of lines. Um <laughs> I don't think there was one game or two games that people were looking forward to. There was just everyone had their pick of a section. Right. Um like there was a Nintendo section, Microsoft, you know, Sony, all that stuff, and there were just lines out the, I don't know, you could say out the door. It was just circling around each booth for every game. Um, for the yeah. Microsoft section, it was um, it was odd because there was definitely a line, but it was more crowded than anything because all of their setups were, um, they weren't all that separated. It was all literally just in one big booth. And yeah. It was just, it was like, mm. I don't know, a crowded just super crowded area. I don't know how you can even get around there, so I couldn't check out all a lot of stuff there. Um, no, I can't say that if there was one. So you finished up with yeah. Destiny, you waited and you played it, and then did you immediate? Was it like, ooh, I gotta take a break and eat? Sure, you do that. Then what was the next thing? That's like I'm gonna try and hit right. This. Uh, the next thing I ended up doing, I think I just let's see, I went back with the rest of my buddies, see what they were up to. The thing is, at this point when I got out, it was about like four or something like that four or five and the day was ending in about you oh, know yeah. around that time or in the next hour um so i didn't do too much right. uh, the rest of that day i was just already stoked about the little bit that i did play um mm -hmm. but going back to uh his one question um there wasn't a one game that people were lean really leaning towards for it was just right. it was a madhouse everywhere honestly you just had to pick your system <laughs> nice. um yeah, I imagine for every big outlet like your games, game spots or IGNs, there's a million tiny ones that this is their only chance to see right, it. Right, right. Um, there were some surprising games that uh, I was um, that there were some lines for. One of them was uh, Sonic, and that was like right as soon as you walked into the convention center. I'm like, really, Sonic? Yeah. But that's only because they had like a little, like interactive, like you. There's this green screen um, on beside this uh, trampoline of sorts and there was this ring up top and uh, the first jump you were directed to do is like pose that you're going to try to grab the ring and then uh, I guess there's something in the background that does oh. something and then the challenge was if you are able to grab the ring up top you get a chance to win something like I think like a thousand bucks or something like that yeah. Wow. So That's how that, they get you. They got that. They got that <laughs> giveaway going. And that was as soon as you walked in the door. So it's like, oh, okay, I see what you did there. Um, another line I was surprised was uh, the Crash Bandicoot. Um, oh, I guess yeah. they're remaking that or a new game of that. Um, oh. That one, they set up like cool little, like arcade setups of sorts, like you know, like with the two players or something and the arcade controls on it. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of those, and there's a line for that. Um. There's a line for some kind of plush doll thing. Not even I don't even know. They're not even pop figures. Ooh. I don't even. Crash Bandicoot is not even in my uh, in my results here, which is interesting. I mean. Yeah, I was I was surprised myself. I was like, man, they want to interact with these things. And what's funny is that these things were 
just outside the entrance, but still in the building of the whole the rest of the mm-hmm. E3 uh, convention. But there was, like I said, was, mm-hmm. I was surprised with those lines. Uh, Positioning matter. Right, right. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah. I guess so. Uh, and then that's one of those things where I guess it just proves out that the only thing people like more than new stuff is old stuff. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but nobody likes now stuff. Right. <laughs> you know, I one of the things for E3 for me uh, that really bummed me out is let me I'm going to read you this list and you you tell me what you think it has in common. Kirby, Yoshi, A Way Out, Sea of Thieves, Far Cry 5, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Anthem, Days Gone, Spider-Man, Pokemon. Which one what? What was the question? I just gave you a list. What do you think those things have, have in common? common? Uh, yeah. They are... Oh my god, there was a lot of them in your list right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, and a lot of very different Kirby games. to Days Gone, I was like, whoa, I don't What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the thing they have all in common is these were all shown at this year's E3, or at least mentioned at this year's E3, none of them coming in 2017. Okay. So we had a big E3 of telling us about stuff that we're going to be playing pretty far away. And and a lot of these are kind of question mark time periods in 2018. So like, at what point are they really showing us stuff too far? In advance, because I don't know about you guys, but I, as as short as the Bethesda conference was, them being like New Wolfenstein out in October, stuff like that, great. You know, Nintendo being like Mario out in October, that feels really good to me. Whereas this kind of like a way out, I was so impressed by, but then when I looked into it and found I don't know when I'm getting it. I was like, True. yeah, I can see that, Just but I think at least. There, it's like it's sometime next year versus, uh, I don't know, 2019, 2020. Like mm. we we've seen games that have been announced over and over again, and they just never come out. Like they're announced like four E3s in a row, and you never see them. Yeah. What was it Scalebound? Scalebound. That was announced oh. last year. Canceled. And it was announced the year before that. Scalebound always seemed interesting, but never actually looked good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, this is all great ideas, but why does it look like trash? That's fair. Um, okay, so for the next piece of news, Sandy, jump in on this one with me. Oh, we got arms. Oh, <laughs> I'm just like flailing my arms around. Punch, punch, punch. Just punching in the air. Uh, okay, I, I did. So true. here's my story about arms. I played the test punch. I canceled my pre-order um, because I did not have fun at all with the test punch. I can see that. And then I waited. I let reviews come out. I talked to actually Jose Otero <laughs> over at, e, uh, at IGN, and I was like, hey, how is this game? He was like, oh, try it without motion controls and all this sort of stuff. And I decided to buy it again because I think time and time again, uh, I have said to to people on this podcast, listeners and stuff, that it is important if you want to send a message to corporations uh, to vote with yeah. your wallet. That's true. And Dollars. in both ways. And my vote for <laughs> yeah, and my vote for buying this game is continue to keep trying new things, Nintendo. And I like what you're doing here. So that plus my New Year's resolution, if you go all the way back to the beginning of this year. The New Year's resolution was to double down on Nintendo because I really do like a lot of the things that they are finally starting to put together. We can talk about that online server some other time. Not happy <laughs> about it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but uh, Arms. So far, I played one of one round of the Grand Prix as Spring Man, and I did all ten fights, nice. and I got real sweaty. Because I played with motion controls on, and I was standing up, and I was really leaning into the punches. I was, and I, by the way, I filled a ring. I filled <laughs> filled one of my Apple Watch rings with it, and I actually had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun against the computer. It's it's, I didn't ever get the sense when I was facing random people on the internet, and it kept switching modes that I was getting any better because it wasn't allowing me to keep repeating practice. Right. 
but once I was going through the mode and s- saying, okay, one-on-one fights, let me just figure out how those work and really do a bunch of those. Now I can feel myself getting better at curving punches. I can see myself learning when to start to dodge and jump, and and I'm, I'm having much more fun. So I did vote for my wallets in sort of a trepidatious sort of way, but I'm happy to report um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So, so ARMS... Arya goes, uh, should I get arms? And I'm like, you've had, you have every fighting game. Might as well get arms. <laughs> um, and he's like, should I order an Amazon? And I'm like, let me, let me go uh, to the Nintendo store before my shift at work. And then um, I'll bring it home. Because the Nintendo store in New York was giving away uh, a stress ball that, shaped like a, that was shaped like a boxing glove oh. and some pins. And I'm like, if I can get this swag, then it makes it the trip worth it. Yeah. So I'm walking. I'm like, I got here early. Traffic is great. I'm feeling great. There's a there's a line down the block. I'm like, this this can't be for arm. Whoa. <laughs> this is yeah. No way. Right, I get to the arms. door and I'm like, <laughs> I go to the guy. I'm like, I need to go in and buy arms. He's like, well, the line's over there. And I'm like, ha ha ha. <laughs> <Peace>. New York. <laughs> New York <laughs> madness. It's like, <laughs> like goodbye, sir. You uh, he's like, come back after 12. I'm like, all right, I come back. I come back around like 3 because uh, I took my break really late and I can make it to Midtown from downtown in an hour. And again, that line is still there. And I'm like, oh, God, I am not waiting on this line. But that line was for the guy that voices Mario. I walked in. I Charles arms, And I played it. It was great. You wow, did? So you got like to play. two events in one day. Mm-hmm. It's a me. Yeah. It's a, I didn't, that's what the line was for. And he's there all the time. So I'm pretty sure I could meet him. He's a, he's a nice guy. You just walk up to him in the Rockefeller Center like, hey, I know you. And he'd be like, yeah, I'm famous. Did you get to play <laughs> with Aria as well? Yes, I played with Aria. So he played with the pro controller and I played with the motion controllers. Wow. For whatever reason, it's not... It's supposed to register the Joy-Cons when they're in the Joy-Con grip, but it's not doing that. So he would go to the Pro Controller, lock his controls in. I would go to lock mine, but instead of showing it in the uh, Joy-Con grip, it showed it as you're holding each one individually. Uh, And mm. I can't get the motion for that just right. If you move to the left, you're supposed to go to the left. If you move right, you go right. Yeah. But it wasn't working. I love punching with the Joy-Cons, though. That is the best thing ever. When you do an ultimate and you just punch with the Joy-Cons, it yeah. feels so good. I actually punched in my first, one of my first more intense punches. I lost the Joy-Con and I actually put on the wrist straps and I was like, oh, Christ, <laughs> this looks like a Nintendo commercial. Uh, but then, yeah. of course, as I, as I would win, I would just go, ah! And I would drop the Joy-Cons and let them dangle from my wrist. Was Jessica worried? Did Jessica play with you? Jessica thought I was a madman because I I would do like a dance after I beat someone and I would just like dangle the Joy-Cons over her face. And she was like, please stop. Just get away from me. (laughs) My God. It Uh, feels so good because you're you're just like, you're just doing this. It does because you're punching, right? And punching feels good. Yeah. Uh, So, okay. So, Jen, Yannick. You just heard us nerd out on this game. Is this has to be? I imagine because I definitely see it from the other side. Anybody outside in the Nintendo ecosystem that doesn't have a Switch must think that this game looks lame as hell, right? It's got. To. Well, I did some image searches on what you guys are talking about, and um, yeah, I've got to agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why? Yeah, obviously- why do they like this? <laughs> Um, obviously, I'm missing something, and uh, you know, it could be really fun. It could be like, to me, like Rocket League. Like I've never played it, but I've heard lots of cool things about it. And that I missed the opportunity to have bought it for free. I was like, ah, oh, dang it, I don't want to buy it. So nah, I'm good. We have uh, so got to be like that. on Rocket League. Yeah. You would be a great Rocket League teammate. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. All it. you need is a switch. And oh, no, <laughs> you don't need a switch. Play Rocket League on PS4. There you go. Uh, but like. But it's not cross-platform. I know. Well, we can do PS4, Sony, wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, for me, ARMS would be great, but it's always... I have this memory of 
interacting with the Wii and not being rewarded for putting a lot of investment in your movement. You know, with Wii Sports, you would always have yeah. the guy that would just flick his wrist and and that would be a better slam at the tennis game than um, than you really putting into the motion. Uh, yeah. I know they make great improvement with that, all the sensors and the and the Joy-Con and all that. Um, how does it like? Are you, do you feel rewarded for like putting in the movements, or is it you know you could also do? You obviously you can still do the controllers, but does it really work with like small moves? I would the check small out. Small move, that's what's hard. Yeah, the, you can still totally do small moves. I think they register. I think the controllers register extremely well, but okay, I will say that. It's not, I expected it to be more like Wii Sports. It's not at all like okay. Wii Sports. The fighting pace is, it's way more like playing a strategy game mm -hmm. of waiting to see where the opponent is going to dodge or which direction they're moving in. And because you, you punch initially and then you tilt left or right to curve that punch. So you might have to sort of mid-punch realize that that person is dodging left and then start to turn it left so that you still catch them. And mm -hmm. then there's also there also seems to be more mechanics of like if you punch someone enough times in the arm that they don't block, you can kind of disable that arm. They kind of just goes limp and drops to their side, and then you can get a free punch in. Um, but it is the basic rock, paper, scissors. Right, Sandy? What's the rock, paper, scissors fighting games? Uh, it's punch always beats throw. Uh, a block beats punch, and kind of like that. And throw beats block, right? I think so. Yeah. So those those are the mechanics. I think it it's definitely one of those games where you have to play it to to be like, okay, I I kind of understand the pacing of it. But it's I think in terms of being at Evo, the pacing is such that. It's so different and unusual looking. I think a good match of arms would be really exciting to watch, but um, but that remains to be seen if that community will even take to it at all. I mean, it's not going to be at Evo this year, and if they're playing with controllers, then I do see with controllers it's a lot more viable. Otherwise, you're just like you're just punching in the air, and yeah. I don't think it's got the the same the same. Uh, It just doesn't have the same feel as playing it with a controller. So mm -hmm. I think it's two very different things. I do think we might see it at Evo next year. So fingers crossed. That'd, That'd be, be cool. Fun. A more laid back esports scene. Yeah, I think Nintendo keeps, you know, they don't call anything esports lately. They've been calling things competitive gaming. Yeah. Which is smart. <laughs> Super smart, right? It's smart. Because I think. By the way, everybody that presented a game as esports at E3, you look lame. <laughs> yeah, you can't make it an esport. You make it a competitive game, and the community decides. Right. Yannick, hit me with some news. Um, oh, Jane, I want to ask you once again. I have boots, on the, boots on the ground. Uh, do, have you oh. heard of Lower? <laughs> have you seen Lower Lanya? No. I Lower, Lower Lanya. Have you guys heard ever heard of Lower Lanya before? I, the name oh, is it the, the girl that went missing? <clears throat> yeah. So this is what I want to talk about. But I'm happy that you only know her because of this. Uh, That's the only reason. Because everyone wanna, was retweeting it. Yeah. I want to see because it's something. So this is my like Thursday at lunch. And one of my colleagues who uh, has been following a little bit of E3 as well. We've been like... Haven't been really sharing a lot of uh, information, a lot of feedback, and uh, it was like, "Have you seen this girl missing uh, at E3?" And then everybody freaked out, and oh, like there was okay. madness out there. Um, so the, the to give people the quick story, if you haven't heard of it, um, and I heard, I, I didn't hear about it when it actually happened. I heard when she was found and everything, but pretty much a, a, a Twitch streamer, a girl Twitch streamer, was at E3 uh, with a bunch of friends. I guess of a bunch of her viewers as well and uh, was having a blast. And at some point between the night of Wednesday and Thursday, I believe she went, um, no, that was already over. That was probably then Tuesday, Wednesday. I can't remember the, she went, uh, she went for uh, like, she went like on people couldn't find her for like 20 hours and, yeah. and her phone was dead. And, and she tweets a lot. So she just went silent. 
Yeah, she just went silent for long, apparently what seemed to be a long time for her friends, and um, and pretty much uh, was in a room playing poker uh, in like you know in a hotel room or something uh, with people, and uh, and and even IGN uh, tweeted uh, to ask for information about her. If anyone has information, they should contact them. Yeah, uh, Twitch also went with their own with their own tweet. Uh, it was madness on the on out there in 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 California, and they um it was it was kind of scary. But my most surprising thing, this is what like, I feel like it it's good. It's good to escalate those kind of like issues. Um, it's good that IGN stepped up. Um, twenty hours is a long time, especially when you care about someone. Uh, and she, the only thing that really triggered me was her reaction. Um, uh, when she was found, she was on, um, on Twitter saying, you know, Hey, I'm fine. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Like what's, what is all this? You know, she probably saw articles about her and she was like, Oh my God. Like, I don't know. Like she pretty much freaked out on the situation of people caring and people wanting to know where she was. And she decided to, I, I'm, I'm not connecting the dots here and you're gonna, you guys are gonna have to help me, but she decided to just like quit streaming um because she didn't see this she, she probably stressed out on the situation escalating so quickly and the fact that she couldn't be doing her own thing for 20 hours in a row um because of i guess her fame or her situation her you know her notoriety um and, and and I don't connect the dots because people care about you, girl, and 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 they should be worried. I mean, if you go, if I go in an event where I'm going with friends, I don't know, Jin, if one of you people uh, was missing for 20 hours, you were with like what, two, two, three, four people. If one of you guys is missing for 20 hours at a at a public conference, you you might just be worrying a little bit. Oh, totally, totally. I actually feel bad. I didn't hear anything about this. So yeah, I don't know. Um. I mean, you, you've thought. been on the show floor. You you can. It's probably pretty easy to lose someone on that show floor. I imagine. Oh yeah. Um. There are multiple levels. There are multiple buildings where the whole event was. There's even a few outside. Um. Like not in building uh, events going on. Um. There and there are just so mm -hmm. many people. So like the fifteen thousand. You know they sell tickets to on top of, you know the industry press and all that stuff. So that's oh totally understandable, and especially in downtown L.A. You know, so it's yeah. It's, I don't. I don't want to say it's not surprising, but it's just that is pretty scary thought of that even I, happening. And people like me, I I had no idea. And then you said IGN and a couple of people had made um little notices about it, and I just just went past me. I I don't know. So. It's definitely one of those things where I I maybe her quitting streaming is reactionary, but. I'm kind of of two minds of it, right? Like, you put yourself... You built an audience such that... Yep. <laughs> you were in the situation where if you didn't do anything for 20 hours, it's a big deal. Um, right. So Especially when, like, she's hyperactive. Like, I looked at her Twitter feed, and she posted almost every hour on the hour. So if you kind of just stop doing that and don't tell people why... Yeah. They're going to freak out. Sure course the worst part of it is that the end um when she was found and people knew she was fa uh, she was um she was safe uh she also received a lot of hate from her fans a lot of hate from people and even some people yeah. even demanded proof of where she was the night before and she even tweeted pictures of their receipts um so i my first reaction to this was that yes i don't understand why she's so like well, she's so emotional and so shocked about what's happening and she decides brutally to stop her Twitch career or, you know, um, pretty much break up with her community, I want to say. Uh, but their reaction of, you know, I'm sure of a minority, the reaction of a minority was probably a little bit, um, a little bit too overwhelming, honestly. Like when people ask you proof of indeed going and in, like being in a casino yeah. for 20 hours yeah. and phone dead, like, come on, okay, just... That's, I mean, guys, look. I, that's where I don't like the internet. That's where I don't like the face of the internet. We're well, in a I similar position. We have millions of yeah. listeners, millions and millions yeah. and millions. So yeah. many. And so, so many. of course, if 50, we miss an episode, we get death, death threats yep. and we get 
people saying, where's the receipts? Ryan said he got pink berries. Show me the receipts. I'll send you the receipts. <laughs> okay, I did get pink berries. Oh, hey, berry. I mean, Jen, if I, go online and, if I go online and the schedule changed like two or three months ago, Jen, when I was online, Jen was like, yo, I'm going to kill you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know where my episode is. I don't know where my... my exactly. He said, I count on this yep. on Mondays <laughs> and we'll, we'll kill you. <laughs> we did it, guys. We finally have joked about death threats on the show. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it. Proud of us. But I, I think that speaks to kind of the Twitch community and I get the gaming community as a whole because when it was like, here's this, an enormous outpouring of people showing concern. Have you seen her? Because their friends are looking for her. Sure. And then she doesn't respond the way people would have liked her to respond. And she went from being this lost person that they love to you dirty whore, you're cheating on your boyfriend. Uh, show us the receipts. Yeah. Crazy. If, if she were a dude, they'd, they'd be like, it's okay. Which that, that guy, Jesse, who's a big YouTuber who like royally screwed up uh, what was it? Activision? No. Yes. Oh, he really yeah, screwed yeah. up the, the intro. F- he was EA. like, guys, I'm sorry. I really screwed up. Yeah, EA. He's like, I got nervous. And people oh, really? are like, oh, that's okay. We still love you. And I'm oh, like, no, cute. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just shouldn't have hired him because it was a lame move anyway. All right. Um, my next piece of news, I'm going to uh, be very quick about um, because we're running late here on the show, but uh, I'm going to combine two news topics uh, and just say that time is a flat circle. It's folding in on itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Atari is making a new console. I can't deal with that. I approve. <laughs> Atari is making a new console, and in their video, they show wood grain on the console. You know, wood. That excellent, excellent heat dissipating material would, uh, <laughs> and it's apparently it's PC architecture based. But Atari's added again. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why. And then finally, um, the Duke is also returning. Do you guys know what the Duke is? Oh, the Duke. The the Duke is the original Xbox controller. The massive. Huge with the black oh, yeah, and yeah, white yeah, button yeah, yeah, yeah. Xbox controller that is coming back. Um, in fact, it's being uh, redone by I think the name of the company is uh, Hyperkin, and they're working with Microsoft and Seamus Blackley, who's the guy that designed the original Xbox. He's the Mark Cerny of original Xbox. Um, and the retro controller will be this is from Polygon. Uh, quote, a faithful recreation of the original controller's form factor with some updated features, a logo display screen instead of a big old flat sticker on there, uh, left and right bumpers, and a nine-foot detachable cable because, of course, it's wired. The original one was wired. Um, yep. So time has no meaning. I'm going to be able to. Future is now. Exactly. We're going to enter into a future where there is an Atari and you can buy an original Xbox controller probably around the same time. So, what's going on? So, I'm going to ask a question before we start on that. What was Atari doing this whole time? I don't. I just. I don't know what they do. Hanging out. Drinking coffee. Republishing games, making money off of like republished game rights and collections and stuff. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because I was just like, you know, they said we're back in the hardware business, and I was like, but what are you back from? Like, I, I'm not. <laughs> well, they made. I was, I com- they made. I completely Atari. lost track. I completely lost track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's not like they're back from a couple of years ago. They're back from the past. A time traveled. Interesting. Um, okay, have, uh, that's it for me. I mean, what else? Yeah. Do, did we do it's it like, all? That's like wait, wait and see, right? We did it. We did it, guys. No, we haven't. I see one last thing under Yannick. 
Yeah, for me, yeah. it was just like a good also uh, <laughs> time is oh, a flat is, circle. Oh, this also kind of means used. that, yeah, time is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Uh, Age of Empires, yes, I say yes. Um, it could bring RTS back into my life, honestly. Um, this is one of the news that I've been missing. One of the few conferences I haven't watched was the PC Game Show conference. Oh, it's so boring. Yeah, and one of the highlights, although, was um, that Age of Empires is getting remastered in 4K. Yeah. And nostalgia is a little, is kicking. Nostalgia is kicking on me. And, and I've played so many hours on this game. Uh, I've had strokes playing this game. Uh, even solo. What? It's like <laughs> playing the, playing the, yeah, I've been like, I, I play too much. I got to stop. Um, I love it. I play, even my cousins, my um, my girl cousins, we were like into it. It's probably one of her... Main, one of our main uh, gaming um, moment we shared, uh, besides Mario parties, um, yeah. and uh, and yeah, we you know I want to see that it's going to be online multiplayer, of course. Um, and I want to say, of I course, can, the original can... was not, so they've added right. that into the game, right? But remaster is like, ah, oh, you got to make that, you got to make that easy to easy to do, easy to, to share with friends and easy to play against friends. And yeah. uh, maybe it will bring me back into a little bit of an RTS. Who knows? Jin, really what game would they have to bring back for you to go automatic purchase? Mm, bring back? Yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't get you ready for this one. Yeah. Mm, well, I don't know if you guys played this. This was on PlayStation. It was um, actually two games. Now I think about it. Uh, first one I thought of was Dead to Rights. Oh, yeah, Dead that. to Rights, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first one, not the second one, the first yes, one. Yes, of course. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. That's kind of like, a, was it, is it kind of like Max Payne? Like it you was, run yeah, around. Yeah, Max Payne-y, Grand Theft Auto-y, maybe even a little bit. A little bit. Right, right, just without the driving. Yeah, there's like yeah. a, you do, it's like a little slow-mo thing. You can yeah. like insta-kill with your dog. That was yeah, pretty you, cool. Couldn't you get into really interesting like QTE sort of fist fights with people as well? Right, yeah, I think those are mostly boss fights of some sort. Yeah, mm. that's right, that's right. Dead um, to rights. So oh, that was pretty cool. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and another one I wish they had remade or remastered or something or make a new one. Uh, it's called The Vagrant Story. Uh, this was a oh, yeah. before Square Enix, was a Squaresoft. Um, and it was an RPG um, around the times of like Final Fantasy 7 and 8. Um yeah, I wish they remake that one. That was pretty sweet. The story was awesome. The gameplay was definitely, definitely super unique compared to what I've seen uh, even now and back then. Um, but yeah, those two games, Insta, Insta buy right here. My I'll brothers and I would love to see. Uh, speaking of old PlayStation One RPGs, love to see Legend of Dragoon get some love. Oh yeah, <laughs> I haven't got to play that one. I've seen lots of things about that one. I I wish I'd gotten that one. It was that one of the first like awesome. turn-based fighting systems where they would actively make you like push X square triangle to like execute right, the right. move well. But mm-hmm, man, mm-hmm. computers. Uh, computers. Computers. <laughs> All right, I think we did it, guys. It's awesome. Love it. We did. Thank we you, did Jin, for for jumping in with us and taking the time to talk to us. That's right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, after all you've been through, would you do it again? I guess, or no, not would you do it again. Would you go to E3 next year? If I know the games to be expected to come out, yes. If there are some games I don't care for that's coming out, no. Because the price tag just wasn't worth it. Yeah. The, The amount of swag I left... From there was definitely not the price tag. So well, was, what swag did you get? <laughs> well, all the swag I had to buy, so I didn't even couldn't even uh, count that. Um, what did you if, buy? <laughs> did you get one of those T-shirts that says "I witnessed the most powerful console"? I ever. was an E3. I was there. <laughs> it was the last two. I got a shirt of that. Um, <laughs> I got a PlayStation lanyard because I wanted to be different than the Nintendo Switch lanyards they gave out with the yeah. uh, your badge. Cool. Um, if you had waited in line for all these other games, you would gotten like tote bags. Um, sure, but things like that. Ton of tote nice. bags right, to go to right. brunch with. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and some of these were like ridiculous size. They were like half a normal body size. I was like, this looks most uncomfortable to try to carry around with stuff. They should have just gone all the way and given out those bags that print the sexy anime girls on that you can just cuddle with. Just give out those pillowcases. Oh gosh, that, oh, there was already some weird Japanese 
there was a Japanese section, and one game was like it was trying to show nudity, but like it was centered with like white dots on like the pride parts. I'm like, people are lining up for this. Like, I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> Gotta get the gamer fix. <laughs> oh jeez, that was. Uh, I just I can't. I just couldn't even. GG should be retranslated to just gross gamer. That's what we should do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. You can get every single episode of our show for free over at pixelsweekly.com. You can follow us on Instagram uh, at pixelscast and on Twitter at. Oh, no. At, no on Twitter at, at pixelscast. Pixelsweekly. On everything else at pixelsweekly. <laughs> and uh, I Discord. Think... Oh, that's Discord. right. Of course. We're open on Discord. So come join Jane our is Discord. Always, Jane is also there. Yeah, Jin's hanging out. Uh, Just Pug, like we talked about earlier, is hanging out. We're all hanging out. We're all and hanging out. Usually it's my brothers playing Heroes of the Storm, but if you can ignore that, then <laughs> it's, it's a good place Great. to be. That's what I do. All right. Until next time. Adios. Au revoir. Have a good one. And we'll see you next week.